Hello and welcome back to Making Theatre Podcast with TG. So this is our second semester of shows, the first podcast of 2022. And I am here with the directors of our first show, Nothing. Sophie and Jess, do you want to say hi guys? Hi. Hello. So, (laughs) you've got your show next week in Bannham Theatre from the 15th to the 17th of February. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what Nothing is about? Yeah, so it's basically a collection of eight monologues um, that we've cut up and put back together again to make them communicate to each other, which is all (laughs) like um, very natural, very naturalistic um, people. You've got like a commuter, you've got like a kind of young, almost schoolgirl-like character um, and these kind of BFFs and it's all written very naturally. Um, all young people kind of talking about their experiences yeah. and getting to know each other. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's really interesting to see how they would all interact with, like, these different people from, like, really different parts of life. Yeah, so it was originally performed in 2014 at Fringe where um, people would basically be given, like, a completely, like, blank stage and all of the actors would sit in the audience with the audience members. Mm. And when they felt impulse to, they'd go up and kind of... Um, perform parts of their monologue and then sit back down and so the audience were forced to kind of piece piece the monologue together the monologues together and make them make sense um and so we've kind of like directed that ish but it is still quite like you don't see us the same run of the show twice you don't see two two shows the exact same really Mm. so it's a very experimental (laughs) show yeah yeah Yeah. kind of going with the flow yeah so, how have you found directing? It's your directorial debut this it time is. round. So, just tell us a bit how about how it's been. It's been so fun. It's been so wonderful. It's been such a great experience. Like Jess and I spoke about it so much before we started. Yeah. Um, we planned it so much, and then we obviously got a wonderful team, and we've got such a great cast. And I think. So far, it's been quite smooth. Like, we haven't had... I know, it's a a really scary thing to say. For everyone there, we just, like, hit the computer over, so we're back on track now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, no, also, definitely couldn't have done it without, like, doing it as a... Definitely. A a duo, yeah. Like, I think that's actually, like, if I was going to recommend something for, like, maybe a first-time director, especially as freshers, Mm. like, it just feels so nice to have someone that like completely like see eye to eye with um yeah yeah for direction yeah cause completely because sometimes with shows like especially being freshers mm. it can be such a mammoth of a thing to do on your own and I think it can be such a mammoth of a thing to do on your own no matter what year you're in so I think sometimes like if you have someone who has that same wavelength you've got that support and easy to bounce off each other and it becomes more of a collaborative piece rather than someone getting absolutely stressed because they've got to direct a Shakespeare and Mammoth yeah. or something on their yeah, own sort of so thing. True. You can have more fun and play around with it. Yeah, but same wavelength, same wavelength is so important. Yeah, massively. Like, yeah. pretty much, I don't think we've really disagreed on anything. Today we thought we disagreed for the first time and it was like a massive moment. On a but note, then we realised we, we were arguing the same side. Yeah, we were. <laughs> like, and even, yeah, when I think also just being open, like when, when we went into it, knowing that we had like, obviously co-directors and then we also were really keen to have like some experienced... Um, prod team as well which is mm. so great I think leading into like the prod team especially mm. in such an experimental play has been so important and like um, yeah we never like I don't think we ever really like squash an idea it's no. always like adding in mm. and trying everything out like try everything or at least yeah I think we yeah. try to yeah. um, 
yeah, I've really enjoyed it. So much ad- added stuff that that you don't you wouldn't think yeah. directors do. Yeah, like being told. I remember the phrase was used like it comes to your like child, child, child calls you baby. It does, it really, really and it does. feels like it is. It will, and then on, on the seventeenth next Thursday, you're gone. Oh. What, am I, what are we gonna do with ourselves? I have no, <laughs> idea. Have no idea. There'll be something else you'll find to do. I'm yeah. sure. Um, yeah, so I think what I'm going to ask you is, this isn't favouritism, but which is your favourite character? Oh. I don't, who's yours? You can have I'm separate, inter- have I'm separate. separate. I, I was going to do 3-2-1. Oh yeah, do 3-2-1. Oh, okay, wait, I need to put There's a, wait, wait, let's do the one that was our favourite when we first read it. Okay. 3-2-1, Vandal. Right. Yes, because she is so, we, um, when we first started it, and Sophie brought the play to me. Um, because it was your drama, your old drama teacher that recommended, recommended it. it, and it and we like love Fleabag, love us some Phoebe Waller Bridge, mm. and Vandal is is like, it's that comedy, it's that story yeah, comedy. It's and it's that storytelling. So funny, like I was reading it on the train and I was like properly laughing reading it, <laughs> and I don't do that that much, Mm-mm. but like it was just like, even just on the page, it's so funny. Like the yeah. writing's so good. Yeah, so surprised I haven't seen that monologue done, like. In audition, in, like, people, honestly, yeah. like I think it's such a slept on one, mm. and everyone read it for auditions. Yeah, like we had so like maybe like 15, 16 people reading that one. Part. Yeah, it was the popular one when we said yeah. like, uh, you know, here's all of them. Like whatever one jumps out, you like read for it because it's so yeah. like open, mm. um, open ended. Everyone picked that one, but actually now, now, now mine is porn girl now. Fair. Who's yours? Uh, porn girl or nobody. Yeah, I love nobody, but I think that's mainly because of how Eve, our lovely actor, performs it. Mm. Like so stunning because it's not because nobody's this character that's kind of like oh nothing ever really happens to me, and I think that's so easy to make it like a pity party. Yes, like, yes, like, definitely. And it's so it's not performed yeah. like that. It's so just like oh, and it, it's and not actually, a word with me sort of thing. It's yeah. so yeah. not, and I actually love I love that it's those words but said in that way. True. I just think I really like how it's been performed as well. Mm. Oh, that's nice. Mm, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so sarcastic. No. I, when you got your script, when you got your script, when you got your play, mm. I ordered it, but I haven't touched it, I haven't read it yet because I want to watch it first and then oh, really? look it after. Yeah. I do it with all of them so then I just have loads of plays banked when it comes to it. But yes. I am really excited to watch it on Do you Monday. always wait? Do you always wait and then read after you watch it? Yes, yes. Just so, because I think, like, obviously, especially being so invested with theatre and doing a writing course, I feel like I've got to constantly have different things to refer to. And one thing that I love is, when I'm old, I've got <laughs> my own house and a bookshelf, I want a bookshelf that I could just go oh. to and someone's like, Zach, will you recommend the play for me? I'm like, yep. Yeah. Yeah, there you are. There you are. I don't know. It's small. It's only a little IKEA shelf about this big. Okay, it's not somewhere. She's building. She's building. (laughs) Right. Um. So we're going to play a game. Oh god. A little game. (laughs) And you're not working in teams, so you're going to work separately. Okay. So we'll do Jess first. No. And then we're going to have a sort a music break. Okay, and then we'll come back and we'll do Sophie and then we'll have another music break and then we'll talk about the end. Okay? Yeah. Are you ready? Right. Oh my God. So, this is called, a little thing I like to call, Who Said That Line? That's my really bad jingle that I was You should get a jingle. You should get a jingle. It's fine. Let's not get a jingle. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the aim of the game is I'm going to read a line from the text and it's, what we're going to do, we're going to twist it up this time round of the year. It's not going to be in chronological order. No. 
So it's going to be anywhere, and you've got to tell me what character says it. Deal. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Can you keep tally of how many she gets right? Yeah. So you have ten questions. Ten? Yeah. All right. You ready? Right, go on, Let's go. Okay, I don't want to look at where you are in the script, because it might help me, actually. The force knocks him to the ground. Um, BFF, Abby. Abby's BFF. I knew that. Yeah, you did. <laughs> well done. I wanted to talk. I wanted to talk about how I started watching porn. Born girl. That was a really easy. Yeah, that was actually very. I'm scared. Yeah, I'm not. I want to get a full. He says much better. Go again. He says much better. He says much better. Oh, um, film lover. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. It is. <laughs> You're like, it is. Yes, it is. I think if I didn't know it, I'd doubt myself. You know? Um, we're going to go <laughs> And beg. Um, nobody. And oh beg, my beg God, that's, yeah. Just trying to say that if he just laughs. What is that like? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, um, 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 um. Oh, film lover. Again. Five. Boom. I got five. Five for five. Yeah. five. I'm nervous. Glasses. <laughs> what? That's why you're happy. What? Um, glasses. Who says glasses? Oh, um, patient. Yeah. Head, shoulder, glasses. Oh shirt. my god, that's so good. I don't know what it got. That was such a niche reference. Um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Deep down. Um, uh, oh, um, I literally gave a note on this earlier. Deep down. Oh, don't look at... Um, is it his patient again? Yeah. Um, really? Oh, my God. There was a problem with fantasy. Oh, Paul Dahl. Yeah. What are we on? Like nine. Okay. Nine. Nine. Are we? Yeah. Nine. Not eight or nine. Eight or nine. Two more. Right. Maybe. We'll do two more just for the sake. Oh, okay. Um. Sophie's stressing. I am. What's fucking horrible? <laughs> oh, porn girl. You'd bake a cake and then you would share that cake. Oh, that's a stalker. That, that is. is a stalker. Oh, that's a bit of stalker. So, Sophie, would you... Okay, so what we're going to do now is oh, a little no, music thing. Oh. So, this can be a song which just means something to you at the moment, something to do with the play, something you want to vibe and show people. So, what song do you want to put onto the podcast? Oh, I've got to play it. Well, I just say it and then we'll play it. I edit it in. Ooh. Um, we, Jess and I, have both actually been listening to this a lot. Yeah. yeah. Right Down the Line by Ga- Jerry Rafferty. It was in Euphoria. It's a really good one. So, we're going to have Right Down the Line by Jerry Rafferty. Yeah.
So we're going to have Sophie this time, the other director of the show. Are you ready? Yeah. Are we going to get, I was going to say, we're going to beat Jess, but you can't. So let's hope we get 10. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, so the first line you've got is fucking self. What? Fucking mean. <laughs> fucking self. Fucking self. What? That's not too bad. I got glasses, but you've got in really fucking hard self. Can you give me a bit more context? You could have the word before your fucking self. Do you have any idea? Wouldn't know, mate. <laughs> oh, that's such a mean. <laughs> <laughs> that. um, your fucking self. I'm gonna go for. Do you? You can't say. <laughs> <laughs> By your fucking self. I don't know. Um, I'll go commuter. That's wrong, isn't it? Who is it? I'm really pissed off now. Stalker. Oh my god, it's Vandal. Okay, I was wrong anyways. When? Can you... What, where? Um, Let's you, you buy the box as a group oh, and then eat your fucking, fucking cupcake self. or buy your fucking, fucking self. self. Yeah, that Lucy Sorry. Lawrence would know Lucy that. Lucy Lawrence would know. Sorry, Lucy. Go. She's... Yeah. Yeah. Right. You're ashamed. So you keep telling I'm really me. upset. Yeah, I don't need to right now. Like, it's a whole... <laughs> It's a hole. It's a fat porn girl. <laughs> ding, ding. I'm really annoyed. Declan <laughs> Kelly. You've upset me now. Sorry. There's tension. What the hell? Everyone says sorry. Literally all of our characters say sorry. Actually, yeah, they do. That's okay, like a I'll thing. I'll pick another one then. Or a follow-up. I was so fucking excited. <laughs> oh, um, stalker. Oh, you're making me laugh. <laughs> I'm really annoyed. I don't really think I'm that competitive. Get yourself right now. out there. Go on, get yourself out there. That is nobody. Well done. I was really hoping you'd say um, film lover because that's. I've know. really been trying recently. Patient. Well done. You're gonna go that quick. Well done. Thanks. Thanks, Jess. Coming from someone that got ten. Ten, so yeah. <laughs> it was year six. Patient. Well done. Thanks. <laughs> There's tension in the room. Um, there is. I want him to go to prison. BFF. Abby and Will both say that. Yeah, true. Interesting. This is Deck looking for a line. <laughs> enjoying my fucking look. Um, enjoying my um, film lover. What are we on? Uh, seven. I only need two more though. Can we do three more? Why would I? Um, film lover again. No. Who? Oh my god. When? You got Sorry, eight. I'm Page twenty one. Page twenty one. Oh yeah, I know what that is. Um, I didn't ask anything. I. Why would I? 
Oh yeah. True. Like yeah. True. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, it wasn't an old injury. Kamita. Well done. That's it, that's, that's, that's it. it. You've got eight. Well done. Oh. So our winner of the game Jeez. is Jess. Well done, Jess. Well done. And now for another song. What is your recommendation of a song? It is. Okay, this is because I've been listening to like, we've been doing like Erica Badu, Lauren Hill. We have. But a bit older. I don't know. Stumbling In by Susie Quattro. Amazing. So we're going to listen to Stumbling In so we begin Foolishly laying our hearts on the table Stumbling in Our love is a flame Burning within Now and then Firelight will catch us Stumbling in Wherever you Recommendation by Jess. Way more like Dreams from Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> I just said, I don't know why I had it in my head. Okay, so you are fundraising for a charity as well with your money. Mm-hmm. Do you want to tell us a little bit of the charity that you've picked? Yeah, I do. It's called the Survivors Trust. It's a really, really, really wonderful charity and it helps um, men, women, non binary people, and children um, who are victims of sexual assault. And we chose it because one of our characters, Patient, talks about their experience of sexual assault when they were younger and um not in a like sad way necessarily more kind of working out the effects that it's had on them and it's told in a really really real way and we um yeah, we thought it's really important and we we really wanted to cast that role as a guy because we don't think that's normally, it's normally heard from a guy's perspective um 
and yeah so it's important for us that the charity didn't just help women because there are a lot of women's charities we wanted it um for everybody so yeah the survivors trust is really 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 amazing i think we're sort of, i'm so excited that we're that we're yeah, giving our money to them yeah and also All the, the money fact that, that it's such a low a low budget play mm. we're so excited to be able to like give like a really nice chunk yeah because yeah. you did really well at your fundraiser you raised we did. You raised over a grand, didn't you? Yeah. Just, yeah, just about, yeah. Just about, which is amazing. Yay. Um, but, yeah, no, like, you don't hear people talking about men's experience with sexual assault. No. Mm. And let alone, you don't really hear people talk about it, let alone, like, in plays, TV, anything like that. And so, actually, when, on first reading the, the play, the things that, like, really stuck out to me was these, like, rules that are in the front that kind of say, like, everyone has to be, like, on stage the whole time other than a little bit and like the audience is really involved not in like a participation mm. way but it's like, like the best yeah, like yeah. We our, we're gonna have our audience kind of lit the whole mm. the whole time um and yeah that stuck out and that and patient really really stuck out yeah and straight away mm, and it's um the whole play is pretty much genderless mm. but we yeah we like i said we want a patient to be a guy and a porn girl to be a girl yeah um and that that was like our immediate reaction yeah because we thought it was so important yeah that it came from guy's perspective yeah and actually so true as well with this doesn't connect to the charity but also having like women and girls talking about like masturbation you also just don't get that yeah, enough completely. and it's yeah. so like it's yeah yeah it's not i don't want to use the word taboo <coughs> but it, for so long it kind of is yeah. mm. and for so long it has been it like that's also just so refreshing it really makes it feel like people can actually connect and relate yeah um they're real people 100 percent. and the way they talk about it yeah like yeah literally like you said it's like not it's not like it would be okay if it was sad and some bits are sad mm. but they're not it's a sad obviously a sad story yeah it's sad there are sad stories in there but they're not told in this way that's like um people are like yeah like a, i don't want to use the phrase pity party again but it's not that it's people, not written to be sad it's more of a highlighting and, situation yeah like expressing the, an issue rather than being like searching for sympathy sort of mm, side. Yeah. yeah it's way exactly. more like the stories behind it like they're all storytellers and I think that's why it's written they're written in monologue format mm. in the play mm. it is really interesting I think one thing that this play definitely lends itself to very similar to Fleabag is it is mm. just a series of monologues and I think what's really interesting when you look at theatre nowadays there's a lot of plays which are following this format of just one character talking for ages but what's beautiful about this play is it can literally be cut up into anything you could mm. literally have said two lines or three lines or your full monologue and not speak again and i think having that great freedom for the play is like such a good thing for young people to be doing because realistically okay we all know we love a bit of shakespeare sometimes but you want freedom with your text mm. so being able to be experimental chop up your show make it different take risks is Something which this play lends credit to, and I think will lend credit to our directorial skills. Yeah, it like, I think we were actually really surprised to get it because it is quite experimental. Mm. Yeah, and it is like, yeah, we um, yeah, I think we were a bit daunted at the start by this script because it's almost like we knew that in um, in directing it and in rehearsals, we didn't want to get too lost. Like we, you could, you know, you could experiment with all mm. different like ways for of doing it for years, literally yeah. forever. <laughs> like it's like you could literally infinite. do with yeah. each night. You could do a completely different run. Yeah. And that's one thing I said to you like when you proposed it. I went, "Are you going to do it differently every night?" But imagine like if you had way more time, you could literally make every single performance mm. different. have like three different shows. Yeah, and which just would be rotate so cool. them. Yeah. yeah, it would be so interesting and like different orders and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah. 
So going through, we kind of, we actually put our foot down a little bit more. And one of our um, pod team members actually said to us recently, I can't remember who it was, um, said like they were actually like quite chuffed at how we just were like, hey, this is going to be the chance yeah. to talk to each other for this bit. And we'd come in with like the first 15 minutes, like this is what it's going to be. Yeah. And then this is what it's going to be. And we mm-hmm. spend the first maybe, was it like a week and a half to two weeks, basically just getting people to just workshop. Mm. And then our actors would kind of come back to us like, I didn't, th- I don't think that my character works with them as much. Yeah. But the, this person I really enjoy talking with. And so that's how we kind of married our, not married people up because that people do overlap. Mm. But there are some people that just really don't chat. Yeah. But also there's, um, so this character of nobody is really interesting because they kind of, cover themes that are mentioned in everyone else's monologues they're kind of like we see them as the most like reliable narrator of everyone because all the rest and none of them the others are really that reliable Mm. they're all very like not all of them a lot of them are very dramatic and um, self-obsessed i would say it's quite inward Um, yeah yeah very inward um so in that it was quite nice to like pick up on themes where different people relate and have those like moments of like overlap and seeing the similarities between people and then they can just go off in chunks of yeah. their own separate stories. So that was quite nice as well. So like look at people and look at where themes overlap. And that was also really fun for the actors, I think, when we did the read-through. And they could all of a sudden see how it all is so interlinked mm. and how all of the characters work so well together. Um, that was really fun, actually. I miss doing that. That was really fun. No, I loved it. I, I loved playing around. I loved yeah. like the creative freedom. Yeah. That you're so right. Like For young people, these kind of like plays, that maybe they're smaller casts, like, actually... I think I hadn't really realised how big the cast is. Like, mm. it's nine people, but, it's like, you could do it as just one person. I think it's the biggest cast yeah, in yeah. the semester, yeah. Yeah, and it's, but it works. It really works. It works big, but it mm. also would work with, like, two people. Mm-hmm. Having these, like, yeah. these, yeah, like, the monologue plays, the creative freedom you get from it is just brilliant. It and is. I love what, like, I love Nobody, I love talking about the character because, like, it almost, they are, like, a our connection, the audience's connection to... And they sit, they kind of sit there and they're doing this really mundane thing there. I won't give too much away. <laughs> but they sit there and just like rolling cigarettes, yeah. like with literally sitting right at the front of the stage, legs mm. kind of hanging over the front. And they are almost kind of like making these comments mm. through throughout, um, which I really like. Yeah. Yeah. Really love the character, yeah. Well, anyway. so um, best of luck for this week, guys. I'm very excited to watch on Monday. For our. Listeners, the show is completely sold out, so Woo! unfortunately <laughs> you won't be able to watch it. But if you keep an eye up, there will be um, dress rehearsal posters being posted for this upcoming week. And keep your eyes out for reviews and any updates, because there may be some Instagram takeovers when they go to the show week. But a huge congrats and good luck to you guys, and thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having us. Oh, don't Thanks. be daft. Thank you. So we'll see you later and next week we'll have Julia who will be talking about her show God of Carnage which is being performed in Alec Clegg the week after and yeah we'll see you later for more TG News. Bye! (laughs)